Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ings. Welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable, and it is a great honor and privilege to introduce our Fixed Ops community to John Reif of Fixed Operations with DealerBuilt. John, uh, I should say welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you. Uh, Glad to be here. I think the last one of these I sat in on that was live was uh, in Vegas a couple years ago and really enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. So when the opportunity presented itself, didn't take much prodding to get me on board. John, can you imagine, I remember back two years ago when you came to the Las Vegas event, it was in conjunction with the NADA, that NADA weekend. And um, I thought that was great that we had a couple hundred people who turned out to talk about fixed operations. And uh, I, I could never have imagined in the last two years, how the whole world has changed and how the focus has flipped to service and parts and body shop and all the interest that there is uh, in those areas right now. I I think that Ted, there's always been an interest. It's, you know, kind of how we treated the uh, treated fixed ops department. Uh, Traditionally it was in the back and, and back of the dealership tucked away and uh, really nobody wanted to go into the dank dark corners. And now it's uh, at the forefront of the operation, the opportunities that are there have, uh, you know, presented themselves with supply chain issues for the dealers' vehicles. We we look to what we know best and what we've always done. Uh, you know, the concept of absorption always existed in fixed ops, and I think now it's just a, a heightened awareness, uh, a push to really invest in the back. Um, I've had conversations with dealers over the last couple years, uh, kind of into the realm that I've got into, and and they tell me, well, you know, when we start talking about investing in the back they'll share, well, I really don't have an investment line on my financial statement and I have to correct them a little bit. And I go, you absolutely do. It's the bottom line. So it's trying to get all that you can out of the tools that you have. Basically, we're trying to teach you, in essence, to uh, clean off a few of the tools you haven't used in your toolbox, have a heightened awareness and uh, try and renew that excitement that's that is and exists and always has existed in the fixed op department as well as the opportunities. Very well said, John. Um, Dealer Built is a great name in our industry. And you and I were chatting uh, just uh, before we got started about uh, the DMS and all of those multiple opportunities that dealers and managers don't always take advantage of. What are some of the things that you see, um, you know, in the real world at the dealership level, you know, that, um, you know, where dealers can make a better use of that? Well, a a lot of times you'll go in and you'll start talking to a fixed ops director or a parts parts and service director or parts manager or service manager. And you start talking about setups and, you know, a lot of the part setups and the service setups and you find out, you know, they, they have an answer. It's not always the best answer or the one that you were looking for. It's, well, that's the way it was when I got here. So I try to renew everybody's focus in, understand the understand the tools that you have and 
what actions and reactions uh, that need to occur really on a monthly basis now. Uh, the, the industry has changed a lot and it's going to continue to change. Uh, if you'd have told me five or six or seven years ago that we would be doing a lot more service and part sales the way we're doing them because of the challenges that we've had in the last couple of years. I hate referring to it as the new norm, but it's what we have and it's what we have to evolve around. And, uh, you know, that's kind of been my, my, my go-to word for so many years or phrases. Uh, it's about evolution, not revolution. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the dealership operations are full of cliches. And to be quite honest, we when we refer to those, we probably do our do our best when we go and recall, uh, you know, what we really need to inspect and how we want to move the operation forward. Uh, all too often, you'll go into an operation and they're operating the same way they were not just five or 10 years ago, but 20 or 30 years ago. So that renewed focus, that renewed awareness, the renewed opportunities, um, adapting and evolving with the challenges of today's today's market and today's customer. Uh, you know, years ago, it wasn't uncommon. Uh, you placed a weekly stock order and the vehicle came in, you set an or the parts came in, the vehicle showed up and you repaired it. And that may have been a month long process. Uh, I call it kind of like the Amazon ideology now is uh, we've all done it. We looked for something, shopped for something online and not just finding it at the price we want it, but then at a delivery time that are, that, that exceeds our expectations. So I kind of take that same concept into the fixed ops department. You know, you have to understand your customer. Uh, they, they have built that Amazon mentality. Uh, their mm -hmm. expectation for the most part is a couple day delivery time. It's hard to, to meet that with today's supply, but we need to strive to do that more and more every day. You're, you're right. We are dealing with that because we're all the cons we are the consumer as well. And our expectation is when we order something that we're going to get it right away. And uh, in, in fact, even a couple days might even be seem like a long time, right? We want to get it. Our expectation is to get it now. Uh, yet the realities are a whole lot different. And that's transcending in dealership, John, as you know, from parts, you know, to the technician and service, you know, to the customer, you know, waiting on their vehicle or waiting for those parts, you know. So what are some of the things that you're seeing right now, um, you know, that dealers are experiencing? And what are some of the things that they can do to help with that process? Well, as always, it's always a challenge making, you know, that fixed ops department operate as one. Uh, all too often you'll go in and it's a conflict. There's a conflict between parts and service. And many of those are justified. Uh, you know, action and reaction is really what I see in a lot of stores. Uh, well, in, it turns into a finger pointing game, which nobody wins. Uh, the customer ultimately loses. And in, in the end, the dealership loses that opportunity at revenue or, or you know, a lifelong customer. And we all know what a life, lifetime customer can be worth. Uh, the value put on that is sometimes unbelievable. So the key, I think, uh, in moving forward with that is getting, getting the fixed ops department to operate just as that, as one department and not two 
individual entities that are really working against each other. Uh, that's a challenge. Um, that's not nece necessarily been uh, the history of how those departments were run. They were pitted against each other in a, in a number of ways, and that was a, that was the nature of the beast. Uh, I had the opportunity of growing up in a store. I say growing up in a store, uh, and after about a little over twenty seven years in the same in the same operation, uh, we took on um, the role of of treating it as one department and prospered from it. And I try to take that on the road with me in every store I go in and share. And sometimes it works great. And other times there are reasons there are some conflicts and we try to overcome those and as best we can and move the operation forward. Because in the end, you know, the customer and uh, the employees, they are the ultimate, uh, they're the ultimate losers if they don't get on the bandwagon and move forward. I am hearing some new things happening, uh, though, John, and as I'm sure you are as well, uh, in the last uh, several months, years, uh, we're talking now, uh, dealerships are talking about culture. I never heard culture discussed before. We just had a gentleman on the show um, with a Mercedes-Benz store. He's the parts manager, and he put a parts, listen to this, John, he took a parts advisor and placed that person physically in the shop to work with the technicians, all right, to make sure that that uh, uh, communication was there, you know, between parts and service. And while there are certainly a lot of dealerships that have resisted that kind of things, as you know, right, historically, uh, there's more talk about things like that than I've ever seen before. Another one is, um, is transparency. And I never heard that word uh, come up uh, in service or parts and I know that the finance department, it came up a couple of years back, initially a lot of resistance, and now that's all changed. So I do see uh, some of these new things that are brewing out there. Yeah, you hit a couple of keywords there in, in uh, the, uh, the fact of bringing somebody into the, into the shop to work with the techs. Communication is the key, uh, whether you do something along those lines or not. And... Uh, if you can't communicate, you can't solve those challenges. Uh, the other the other phrase you threw out there was culture. Well, yeah, that's mm -hmm. kind of a new old word uh, and a new old concept. Back uh, in my days of Ford, Ford used XL2000. That was around 1999. Yes. And, and their concept there was basically changing the culture of the store. And they revolved really around... Um, customer satisfaction through employee satisfaction. Well, if you have unhappy employees, you very likely are not gonna have very happy customers. Uh, whole nother concept of the op of the, uh, the operation, but it's valid. Uh, we went through it in the store I was in, uh, and I, to this day, they still uh, practice that. It, it uh, you know, you're a team, and if you're not, op not operating as a team, uh, everybody loses. You know, in the last uh, last year, in uh, 2021, John, many dealers, not all, but many had record years, right? Um, I mean, profit-wise, um, you know, better than uh, 2020, better than in years before. And, um, you know, we see a lot of dealers now taking some time to kind of assess, you know, what they do next. And this is a good time for a lot of them to kind of step back. 
Uh, what do you see and what would you recommend to dealers moving forward into 2022? What do you think they should be looking at? What should they be addressing? Um, you know, certainly that word communicate that you just said, communication is a big part of it. And, and it's, it's really twofold. It's not just communication within the store and the ownership. It's communication with the customer. What do they want? What do they need? When do they want it? And really, are those wants realistic? Well, really doesn't matter if they're realistic. Uh, you know, perception's reality in this business. Uh, another one of those fine automotive cliches, but it's real. Uh, for for 2022, what what's the big change? Well, I don't know if it'll ever be normal, but if I was going to suggest one thing for ownerships to do, uh, fixed ops managers, dealers, uh, parts and service directors, uh, look inside their operation, review absolutely every opportunity that they have, and kind of look outside the box. Uh, invest in the opportunities that you have in the fixed ops department. And they will reap you rewards. And I would imagine one of the first places we need to look is in that uh, uh, in that DMS because there's a whole wealth of information in there that's in most cases I would I'm I'm gonna guess untapped. Uh, yes, and typically, you know, historically, what I've seen over the years going in and training and such, as people get uh, as there is uh, changes in positions and in uh, people retiring, they tend to only transfer maybe 60% of their knowledge and that mm. gets degraded very quickly. So maybe revamping uh, a training process, um, reviewing at least reviewing what opportunities you have in your fixed ops uh, toolbox. John, I know that you um, you spend a lot of time with dealers and uh, you know I know very often you're on the road, you're on the move, you know, working your hands on, okay, because of your retail background. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, uh, learn more about what you do, about dealer built, about the opportunities you've got, um, you know, what do you suggest? How do they reach out to you and how do they learn more? Uh, you can reach out to me directly at my email address. Uh, I believe it's scrolling there at the bottom. My first dot last name at dealerbuilt.com or if, uh, You'd rather reach out and see what opportunities there are in DealerBuilt, uh, reach out at DealerBuilt.com. People will get in touch with me if needed. Uh, Let them know you saw us here on uh, Ted Ings, and uh, we'll be happy to chat with them, even if uh, they're not uh, DealerBuilt users. Happy to share the information. John, I got to tell you, I'm very grateful to you. Um, you know, for uh, being involved early with the Fixed Ops Roundtable. You know, when you came out to that uh, early event, I think it was our fourth one, you know, early on, I wasn't sure if people were even going to show up, you know, for these Fixed Ops events. Um, you know, but now that's all, you know, certainly we, we know the results of that. And uh, like you said, the the interest is very, very strong. So uh, you've got a wealth of information, you know, that people can tap into. So uh, uh, I... Rec- highly recommend to the audience to reach out to John at Dealer Built. And um, John, on behalf of the Fixed Ops community, thank you so much for all that you do for our industry. And uh, thank you for being with us today. All right. Thanks, Ted. I enjoy watching uh, the other speakers. And uh, it, it is a wealth of knowledge that uh, sometimes goes untapped. So use what you can with the information and, and uh, move forward. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're very honored. Uh, Uh, John from Dealer Built. 
here with us today at the Fixed Ops Roundtable.